Welcome to Bible Platform, a half-hour radio broadcast ministry with Reverend Hansen Metal, the General Overseer of Christian Worship Center. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. Father of all light, we come to you. In all humility, we pray that the Holy Spirit will empower us as we study your word. Give us understanding and give your servant utterance that all my hearers will be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Beloved, I welcome you to Bible Platform. I'm your friend, Pastor Hans Metal. We've been looking at the God of the Holy Bible. There are so many gods out there, and that's not our concern. We want to know our God. We want to know the peculiar attributes of the God of the Holy Bible. Today I'm zeroing in on his faithfulness. The God of the Holy Bible, the Christian God, is faithful. Is faithful in all of his doings, in all of his dealings. He is faithful. Numbers chapter 23, verses 19 and 20. Numbers 23, 19 and 20. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should change his mind. Does he speak? And then not act. Does he promise and not fulfill? Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? So the prophet said in verse 20, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed. I cannot change it. He has blessed. I cannot change it. How I hope and pray that every child of God, every Christian under the sound of my voice, will receive this word into your spirit. You are blessed. And not even the devil can change it. The trials and the tribulations and the struggles and the challenges, whatever you choose to call them, that confront you doesn't change the reality that you are blessed. And this blessing is grounded on this nature of God, his faithfulness. He is faithful. Our God is faithful. He stands by his word to fulfill it. He knows what we do not know. He sees what we do not see. He hears people when they meet behind closed doors and are saying things that you have no idea about. There are people that we trust so much. And sometimes we even slide into the tendency of trusting human beings more than we trust God. Because we take the promises of people serious. While we doubt that God will perform that which he has said he will do in our lives. Today we want to shake ourselves from this stupor or sleep and look through the eyes of scriptures and bring revival to our souls. This fact, this reality that is unchangeable is that the God we serve is faithful. When you talk about a faithful person, you are talking about someone you can trust. First Thessalonians 5.24 1 Thessalonians 5.24. He says this. Faithful is he who has called you and he will do it. Faithful is he who has called you and he will do it. Beloved, everyone who walked with God in the Holy Scriptures and enjoyed trust and faithfulness from God 
left us a record of this unique nature of the God of the Holy Bible. He is faithful. Let me say that we cannot understand everything God does. Everything he may do or may not do. The things he allows to happen in our lives. Seriously speaking, some of them really hurting, disappointing to us as human beings. We simply cannot understand them fully because we are not God. That's the bottom line. But as far as his faithfulness is concerned, God is faithful to his word. And Paul in his letter to the Thessalonian church, which at that time was just in his beginnings, encourage the people of Thessalonica, the believers in Thessalonica, as you heard me read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 24. Paul encouraged them to trust in the faithfulness of God. Paul assured them that faithful is the God who had called them. And every promise that he had made, he will fulfill it. Today, that call is for all of us, especially, most especially, Those of us who have named the name of Christ, I came to assure you that faithful is he who has called you. And whatever God has spoken concerning your life and concerning my life, he will do it. Whatever dream God has put into your heart, you can trust him to help you to fulfill that dream or those dreams. Beloved, I cannot overstress this fact because if you don't grasp it, you will continue to live in defeat. If you don't grasp this truth and accept this nature of Christ, that he is faithful, you will be tossed about by any wind of doctrine. And many have lost their faith simply because they could not hold on to the truth that God, the God of the Holy Bible, is faithful. He is faithful. He is steadfast in affection and in allegiance. He is firm. He is dependable. And this God is marked by a firm resolution, unshakable, unwavering commitment to work all things out for your good and for my good. In Genesis 24 verse 1, this is what the Bible says. Genesis 24 1. Now Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. If God did it for Abraham, God can do it for you. The blessing of the Lord abides on those who trust in him. And let me say this, that timing goes along with every purpose. So the writer of Ecclesiastes penned down in chapter 3 verse 1, of Facebook that for everything there is a time. There is a time for everything. Abraham had to go through a lot of difficult circumstances. He was literally pushed against the wall. And at one time one could even say that he cracked. He was beginning to wonder whether this promise of a son would ever come to pass. But God was faithful to his promise. Now we're talking about God dealing with us individually. Somebody's promise cannot be my promise. Because God's purpose for my life is different from God's purpose for your life. But there's one thing that cannot change. The fact that God is faithful. And you can depend on him and you can trust him to sustain you, to keep you, 
to protect you. You may not have what you really, really, really want or need. But if you have Jesus Christ in your life, you have a very strong foundation. And I encourage you not to destroy the foundation. Because without the foundation, you can never have a solid edifice. Gathering the materials to build on that foundation may be taking so long. But I come your way with a word of encouragement. Keep on keeping on. The God of the Holy Bible, he is faithful. If you keep pressing on, keep trusting, keep believing, in spite of it all, one day you will get a testimony. And when somebody comes your way going through the same circumstance, you can boldly say to that person that I was in your shoes many months ago, some years passed, but I trusted God and he came through for me. And your testimony, your testimony will become a healing balm, will become an inspiration, will stir up revival in the heart and soul of somebody who otherwise will give up. Stand tall, stand strong. The God we serve is faithful. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 4. Flawless is the work of the rock because all his ways are just a faithful God. Listen to that again. Deuteronomy 32 verse 4. Flawless. In other words, without fault. Flawless is the work of the rock. Not a rock, the rock. Capital R. Talking about Jesus. Because all his ways are just a faithful God. So sometimes we wonder, the dilemma is this. I'm going through some very bad experiences. And the more I pray, the more it looks like things are getting worse. Now, how do you, for heaven's sake, tell me that God is faithful? Because if God is faithful, all I'm expecting is that what he has promised should unfold right now in my life. But as I said, that is our human thinking. And that does not offend God in any way. But we are encouraged to rise above our fears and doubts and trust in the faithfulness of the God of the Bible. When people tell you, let's go and consult this, let's go and do this, let's go here and tell them, tell them, like Esther said, this is what I'm going to do. And if I die, I die. I will go into the presence of the king. At the time that protocol wouldn't allow me to go to the presence of the king, I'm going to take a step of faith. Can I challenge somebody under the sound of my voice today? Come into the presence of the king of kings and the lord of lords. Because there you will find grace to meet every need. You may have to wait. Because the God who knows what you do not know will not just be throwing things at you like that. He will make a way. It will prepare the way. There may be obstacles. There may be things that you think that if you receive them right now, your, your life will become better. It's true. Maybe true. But there may be a part of you that needs some sharpening and sharpening before those things are given to you. Trust in the faithfulness of God. Believe him for what he has said and what he can do. Do not waver. And be dissuaded from your path of commitment. Because faithful is he who has called you. He will do it. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Psalm 145. Psalm 145. The psalmist wrote. 
God is faithful about everything he says. I'm reading the International Standard Version now. God is faithful about everything he says. And merciful in everything he does. The other day somebody asked me, Grace and mercy. When we say grace and mercy, are they not the same thing? I say no, grace and mercy are not the same thing. And that is how rich the blessing in which we walk is. You see, because grace, when we talk about grace, we are talking about God giving, not the word, God giving us something we don't deserve to have, like salvation. We don't deserve to be saved, but by grace. So grace becomes the vehicle that gives us something we don't deserve. Now mercy takes it a notch higher. Mercy is when God decides that the judgment or punishment that we deserve is going to put it aside and receive us unto himself. You see, we deserve to be spanked, for instance. And then God says, even though you deserve to be spanked, I'm taking away the punishment. In grace, he gives us what we do not deserve. In mercy, he takes away what we deserve. That is the punishment that we deserve. And when you put the two together, you begin to experience God in a way that will never let you turn your back on him. You can then trust him and hold on to him and believe in his faithfulness in spite of the challenges, the difficulties that comes your way. God, the God of the Holy Bible, my friend, beloved, he is faithful. Hold on. Keep trusting. He will come through for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are listening to the Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. Don't go away. We will be right back. Tune in to the Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal this and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM and your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continued. And now to 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 9. New King James Version. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. I love this. I mean, just blunt. God is faithful. The God of the Holy Bible is faithful. So, as you listen to me right now, there may be a struggle going on in your spirit. Would this ever happen? Will this situation ever change? Is there a way of escape for me? Where is God in all of this? Beloved, whether he's asleep in the boat or he's actively engaged in working miracles among the crowd, Jesus Christ is still Lord. He is faithful. Your circumstances will either change or God, through your circumstances, will change you. You see, we look at God from certain perspectives. 
human limitations and we try to define even how it should move and when it should move and so when our time lapses and we don't see that move of God unfolding becomes a problem God has failed me no he never fails he never fails he never fails Jesus never fails he's my friend a faithful friend a faithful friend he is to me. Jesus Christ never fails. He is a faithful friend. Trust him. Hold on to him. There is no other way but the way of the cross. It is through the cross that crises are canceled and the Christ is revealed. It is in death that we receive life. God, the God of the Holy Bible is faithful. That's my message to you today. He is faithful. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23 says this. Let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering. I love this. Let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Glory to the Lamb of God. Glory to the Lamb of God. For he who promised is faithful. Praise God. Now, having, having made this point that God is faithful, we must become like the God we worship. Therefore, the nature of faithfulness in God must reflect in us and through us. We find, for instance, in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 5, that Moses is described as somebody who was faithful in the house of God. Or in the things of God. In Revelation chapter 1 verse 5. Jesus Christ is called the faithful one. Now I like to stress on the. The article that is used there. Because it makes a lot of difference. When you say somebody is a faithful person. Then he's one among many. But here Jesus Christ is described as the faithful one. He stands out. Because he is God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. The faithful one. Then in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, the Bible reads, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. You see, if God is your God, you have no option but to reflect his nature. So let me read it again. Moreover, it is required in stewards. And all of us are stewards. Everything that we have, we will account to God for how we used it. And to what purpose? So, let me take this break here and remind you that whether in terms of your spouse, your children, all of your relationships, your resources, your time, everything that God has given you, you will account to him. And that is what makes you a steward and not owner. God owns time, life our relationships. We can't keep anything without the help and permission of God. Even our very lives, we can't keep it when it's time for God to take it out or to receive us unto himself. Therefore, it is certain that we are stewards. And the Bible is saying clearly here, in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, because our God is faithful, it is required, that this is the requirement that a man be found faithful. 
So if there's something that should gain our attention, seriously speaking, relative to our relationship with God, it is to be found faithful, not to try and impress people, but to win the heart of God. That God can say to us, well done, faithful servant. Hallelujah. Paul wrote to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, and he admonished Timothy that leadership in the church should be entrusted into the hands of people who are faithful. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. So we have to be mindful of this fact that it's not only a matter of people being gifted and then we enthrone them and put them in leadership position. If someone is not faithful, he has no business being a leader in the house of God. Let me turn to this scripture quickly. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. The things you have heard me teach, admonish, and trust those things to reliable men, faithful men, who will also be able to teach others. Now I heard about a man who had a lot of wealth and who died and left properties, estates, to his son. And within a few years, the son was almost a pauper. Property was entrusted to him. He didn't have the discipline, the tenacity, and the faithfulness of the father or the parents to be able to maintain and expand the estate. He wasted everything. Faithfulness. God demands faithfulness. Proverbs 28.20 Proverbs 28.20 A faithful man will abound with blessings. A faithful man will abound with blessings. Sometimes while we question the faithfulness of God, we forget that we ourselves have not been faithful in our dealings with people. And when you are not faithful, what happens is that people mistrust you. They don't trust you. And when people don't trust you, what happens? You close a door of blessing unto yourself. It may even be doors. Because at the end of the day, God uses people as channels of blessing. And so if people don't trust us, they will not commit into our hands responsibilities that will give us rights from which we may earn some benefits or enjoy some benefits that will ease our burdens and solve our problems. God is demanding faithfulness, saints. Let us stand out and be counted. Our society is becoming weaker and weaker in every sphere. Corruption is running round. Cheating, lying. Married people can no longer keep their married vows. Deception. I'm talking about church people. I'm speaking to my fellow brethren in the faith. How many of us can be trusted with money? How many of us can be trusted with the things of God? Even by family members. If our God is a God of faithfulness, it must reflect in our own lives. The faithfulness of God does certain things in our lives. And I want to share one of them with you. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is unusual for human beings. But God is faithful. And he will not allow you to be tempted beyond your strength. 
the faithfulness of God will sustain you in times of temptation. He says, but God is faithful. He does not say God will not allow you to go through trials and tribulations so you run around the little thing, mosquito bite, you want a prophet to interpret it to you. He said, God is faithful and he will not allow you to be tempted beyond your strength. So even as you listen to me right now, you may be saying, well, I am at my wit's hand. I'm cracking. If God will not allow me to be tempted beyond what I can endure, I have passed that stage already. Let me tell you what. The power that is sustaining and keeping you is a manifestation of the faithfulness of God. You will not die. You will live to declare the goodness of the Lord in this land of the living. I'm praying with you and I know this. That faithful is he who has called you. He will do it for you. Keep the faith. Kick the fear. God bless you. I'm your friend, Pastor Ansimetal, saying bye for now. God willing, come your way again next week with another edition of Bible Platform. Bye. Thank you for listening to Bible Platform. For questions, prayers, and counseling, contact Reverend Metal on 244 Thank you for listening. Tune in same time next week. God bless you. Your